0: Lovers, this is a special sex stories smorgasbord episode, which we call it a sexy compilation. There are sex stories in the park. There are listener emails that I read and respond to. And there are some listener voice memos. Remember, if you want to write to me with a story that I can share with our audience, or if you want to use your very own voice, visit sexstoriespodcast.com and or email me at sexstoriespodcast@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And if you want to join me for sex stories in the park on Sundays, make sure that you are signed up for my newsletter at yolee.com. Enjoy. So I'm here
1: in the park with, what's your name? My name is Lord, like Jesus. I'm 38. I'm a trans mask, my pronouns are he, him. I'm pansexual, I like all the pretty people. I'm poly, I'm dating a few people. And some sexy things I'm into, just like straight up objectification, like I'm into feet, I'm into asses, and lactating titties (laughs) of all genders. This is my day job. This is my full-time job. And I also write for a nonprofit music magazine called Razor Cake. I write a column called Dom Mom Diaries. It's about my work and I'm also a parent of a young child, so I write about that. People can find me at Lord Destroyer on Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. And especially my OnlyFans, I would love for you to come say hi. I'm going to tell you a story about a play party I went to last night. The context for this party is it's a over 30 queer quote-unquote your grown play party. It was the inaugural one. It was the first one. So I got a ticket last minute. It was in a dungeon downtown. It was at Justine Cross's dungeon and I had such a fucking good time. (laughs) Damn it. Okay, now I wish I'd gone. I almost went. Okay, I'm still
0: scared of play parties a little bit. Okay.
1: To go alone. I love bringing people into the fold. I mean, people who are cool and respectful. I love being like a kink tour guide, so to speak. So if you do want to go to a party, I'm down. (gasps) Yeah. Um, And this one was good. This one was 10 out of 10. It was also for experienced players, but there was one or two or three brand new people so it wasn't like no you can't come in but um it was for experienced players so there was kind of a super jump in head first vibe okay usually at parties people kind of like you know mingle a little bit or kind of like hang back on the wall but this was like straight to the bed that's what
0: i need because i can't do the secret social signals i'm like what are we doing now so have you been going to bds femme and like other of Um, her events i
1: I went to BDS Femme online, oh. and that was my first event with Justine, and that was during COVID. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been in person. I haven't been to a party since last summer. I just hadn't honestly been in the mood, and people kept getting COVID, and yeah. one of the requirements for the party was bring your negative COVID test, so Great. that was nice, and then I got to kiss someone. <gasps> I felt okay about having like a little out.
0: Okay, okay. <sighs> that was
1: good. Highlights lots of trans people i'm trans felt super at home the queerness was there The just go head first delicious enjoying each other's bodies things was there it was sex was allowed which some parties it's not allowed or it's only allowed
0: in certain zones
1: sure yeah and this was allowed and that was really nice to just be around that energy and see people enjoying each other can I talk about my fetish that I got Please. to do? That I got to enact. Yes. Okay, so I'm a pro-dom and a top, but I will bottom for mommies. <sighs> and like, I definitely have a, lactation kink. Really?
0: Yes. I oh, my God. It. Oh, I my God. It's... I had my first lactation experience like a couple months ago. What? I had stumbled into it. I was in a threesome and I was like, oh, wait. And she was like, oh, <laughs> I, I have a baby. It. Yeah, it was great. Oh, my God. Wait, so, oh, hot. Okay, keep going. Sorry for interrupting. Okay, I want
1: to hear that story later. The best part about it for me was it was two trans women lactating and one of them brought a pump and the other one was just hand expressing and one of them invited me to chest feed from her and I kind of got to co-feed with someone else oh my god it was so erotic and i just felt like i just got sucked into this tunnel vision of like i am doing this it's me and this nipple it's just us (laughs) (laughs) it's beautiful it was beautiful she was very much enjoying it and she was talking about how she was gonna stop lactating soon so this was kind of like a last hurrah and people would casually pass by and be like, Oh, if you wanna get more out, like express like this, like pull from the top and like push down and telling me how to hand express. It was all such a community that experience.
0: Is really sweet. It was like delightful. that's arousing. That's like hot it and nurturing. Like, that's the kind of like community nurturing that I dream of being a part of.
1: I love that. I think people don't always think about kink being a really communal experience and not just like two people going off to a room to fuck. It's like, yeah, we're all in this. The other uh, highlight, hard left, was getting to top and just put the beat on someone. One of the mommies, actually. She asked me if I would do some impact for her. Put her up on the cross. She has her shiny... Latex pencil skirt and like this really meaty ass, and I just went to town on it with the dragon's tail. And um, single tail, single tail, thank you. It looks like a dragon,
0: yeah, yeah. I always imagine it as a dragon tail,
1: exactly. And she wanted to get marked up, she'd been topping a lot lately, and she was like, I want a bottom. And I had been bottoming a little bit lately, so I was like, I want a top, so it was perfect, amazing she also let me punch her which not everyone is down for that but i'm a boxer also so i'm like really into punching <laughs> and she was like punch my tits like <gasps> punch the shit out of her tits it was great
0: wait will you give a little like mini t- verbal tutorial on punching like where do you punch what do you have to mm. avoid
1: you definitely want to avoid the vital organs for sure and avoid the bones go for like the meaty muscle tissue like asses are good or like thighs maybe if they're okay with that but that's also you have to negotiate your level like give them a little a little knock and be like this is medium and this is hard and how does that feel usually people want me to do harder I usually err on less yeah Um, you punched a mommy I punched a mommy in the teddies (laughs) it was like and just the fact that she loved it I mean that's what being a top is about for me is like I feed off that energy of like they're just loving this and it becomes like the recycle symbol and it's sending energy to each other mm. Mm, it was delicious and you know i exchanged some numbers by the end of the night which is nice yeah went home and it took a while to come down yeah that's the the one drawback is like today i might be crashing at like 7 p.m so
0: that's my biggest problem with play parties mm. and my goal over the coming year ish is to start hosting day ones i have the most energy i'm a daytime oh, yes. person like noon, show up at noon. I'll feed you brunch. I'll take pictures of anyone who wants erotic photos. Like I'll create a nice space. That's the plan. That's the near term.
1: You know they have day raves. Why not day Fucks. play parties? Oh
0: my gosh, right. bubbles are coming at us! <gasps> How this magical! Is magical.
1: <laughs> this is a very serendipitous encounter we're having here in this beautiful sunny day in the park with bubbles floating at us.
0: Damn! Wait. So would you mind sharing like your approach it sounds like you knew some of the people here but it also sounds like you didn't know a lot of the people there so like how do you show up because i get fucking weird and i'm like maybe next time i need to just like tape my mouth shut and write shy subby and please touch you know or something on my body
1: that's a brilliant idea i fully endorse that idea I'm an introvert, truly. I'm a performer, so I'm like a fake extrovert. Oh. My first party, I was super shy, and I think I put on a yellow wristband, which was like approach with caution. And I was lucky enough to have someone just bring me into the fold. Their name is Aaron Piglet. And one of their jobs at Threshold, which is a dungeon out in Burbank, is to like socially liaison newbies.
0: (gasps) I would love to interview them. It's a
1: social support pig. That helped me. Like I literally had someone at my first party be like, hi, do you want to pet me? They're in little piggy space. So it's like, it just made it so easy. I love that. They're amazing. If you can't get a hold of a social support pig, y'all, I would just recommend doing exactly what our host said, which is this is a place to say exactly what you want. If you're like, please touch but you can write that on your chest do that a lot of people still wear their masks at these parties it's a covid conscious community it seems like it's totally okay to wear a mask you know for health concerns or you just kind of like don't want to be red and you want to be a little bit more shy Mm, maybe i would wear a hood you can wear whatever you want well there's sometimes there's a dress code but it's not usually heavily enforced i've gone where i just wanted to hang out and watch okay And that's okay when i have been on low energy but i don't want to be at home it's a nice place to go that's with adults and it's not usually i'm not a big drinker and it's not usually a place where they encourage intoxication so that's nice for me yeah yeah yeah, same
0: i don't do the drinking yeah
1: so just go put on your appropriate wristband lurk it's okay to watch for a little bit say what you want or write what you want if you're shy
0: It's interesting. I have such responsive desire. I think I might actually just need partners where I have a little bit of a plan or someone who's in charge of me that just wants to order me how to get used because otherwise I literally have to like sit down and like interview someone and be like, where is our overlap? Let's find it. You know, and so I can be a little bit intense in that way.
1: You want someone to negotiate for you like as you're or no, the, I'm just, or the just property.
0: like the property and or like the love puppy. Like I'm just, you know, I'm, love I'm just, puppy. I, I mean, not like an actual, I haven't been an actual puppy yet, but it's on my bucket list. I have a very long bucket list. So, but basically I function with muses, like erotic muses. And so like I've been very into spanking lately because I stumbled into a spanking partner and so i tried a spanking skirt last week for the first time and it's How you know did you like it oh i loved it i just didn't know they existed you know and since i've been getting spanked a little bit now i don't get as many bruises and so i'm like maybe i need a little break and then i want to have a lot of bruises again you know
1: with the leather ass
0: dude i had a hairbrush like a dry a wet brush so it has holes Ooh. in it and for my birthday it was like my whole ass was like purple but with these beautiful little circles and i love circles that's so. a birthday it was a great birthday
1: my heart melted a little when you said puppy play is on your bucket list i see like a collie like oh a very God. like hardworking, attentive collie oh wow that's just like so beautiful let me
0: go fetch i did recently have a fantasy i was too shy to share with a partner about like wanting to fetch them another partner just like as a little like fetch puppy i don't know so maybe there's puppy play in my future do you want to tell us about your work as a dom? So also maybe sometime you would want to do a long form interview. I, sure. I interview professionals as well as everyday people. Oh, we can um, do a more in-depth
1: one. Oh, I, but I love can love that. Re- I can but like, yeah, give us the highlights. Like, highlights.
0: How do people find you? How do they, what's your specialty? What type of a dom are you?
1: I can be found on most platforms at Lord Destroyer. I kind of. Market myself as a professional bully slash hypno daddy. I specialize in hypnosis. You know, I'm actually like a sweet guy, but I am incredibly sadistic. And like, I do get hella giggles out of breaking people and using them and bending them and molding them.
0: That's amazing.
1: Indoctrination, brainwashing, psychological devastation. It's heavy. The niche is called a mindfuck, right? So I'm really good. I learned this from having manipulative parents. (laughs) Thanks, mom and dad. You're making me money. I learned how to really make people question their experience and be like, oh, I don't know. Is that? Is that what's happening? Really good at getting in people's heads. Consensually, you know, that's what they want. It does get to be a little gray area. Where it's like, how far do I push? Mm. Especially with the hypnosis stuff. I mean, it's real. It works. So if someone's like, I want you to hypnotize me to never come again. And I'm like, are you serious? Because I do really, really want that. But most of them get off on the severity of the finality of that I could irreversibly change them. That's the fetish. So I have to dance along that line of really almost doing it and kind of not doing it.
0: When did you discover these proclivities?
1: <laughs> you know, the clients really shaped me. My first things I did were online and I marketed myself as a bisexual cum factory, I think was my listing. Ha! <laughs> and it was just about cum eating, but it was my own. And I didn't know I was such a noob. I didn't know that people wanted cum eating instruction for themselves. Yeah. So then I was like, oh, okay. And that immediately put me into the dom thing where it's like, I'm ordering them to do that. And my nature is just dominant, so I went more dominant. And then one client was just really into hypnosis and kind of muse, pedestalization, adoration, kind of I'll die for you kind of. I love the obsession. It just feeds my ego. I love when people are (laughs) obsessed with me i love to obsess on people see that's the beauty of kink is just there's a yin for the yang there's a fit, the puzzle pieces the yeah. piece, there's someone and it's okay and it's not weird codependent you know it's all consensual negotiated with its own sort of balance temporary codependence maybe so yeah a particular client who i just talked to last week actually one of my first clients got me into hypnosis and mindfuck i also really like pheromone play so i'll play with that with the hypnosis like give them People like things with my piss on it or my sweat on it. Okay. Maybe like this is a trigger, and I'm really into chastity. I don't want anybody to come. Really? Yeah, I want me to come, and then their sacrifice/suffering just like feeds my coming, mm. and then it's like a nice circuit because that's what they want to do. I'm just like a silly mean boy with a I
0: fucking love strong that. hypnosis
1: finish How lucky for me that you were walking through the park today. I you know, feel honored. I just felt like I had the play party energy and I was like, yeah, I want to tell somebody about That's what amazing. happened. So I'm glad you were here to hear it. Oh my gosh. You're the first so to hear about it.
0: I'm super grateful. <laughs> are there any other play party highlights or any other fresh thoughts or learnings or inspirations from last
1: night? Oh, I would say it reaffirmed my gender identity for me. I'd been bottoming for a few weeks for someone who's more mask than me. And I'm just starting to like "Ah," mess with my head a little bit. So I just really glad I got a chance to be a dominant top mask and like have a cute girl call me a gentleman because her ass was sticking to the acrylic chair. So I gave her my jacket to sit on. That is very gentlemanly. While I zapped her thighs with the electrostim and kissed her neck. It was very... I was like that top. I was like the magic mic. Oh my god. But queer and like with pain devices. That was really... Yeah, I had a nice little sensual mini top session with someone who knew exactly what she wanted do this do it harder enough stop yes and i appreciated that
0: Uh, there's like so many layers of inspiration and hot things i'm experiencing right now (laughs) and i'm heavily considering shifting my sleep schedule so i can go to things like this lord destroyer thank you so much for sharing on sex stories you're
1: welcome it was my pleasure
0: lovers this episode is sponsored by blue chew if you were listening to this You are probably like me, and you love sex, and you also know that fantastic sex takes more than just a boner. But if that's all that's missing in your connection with your partner, check out BlueChew.com. BlueChew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever the opportunity arises. You know, that's my favorite. The process is simple. Sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online, so no visits to the doctor's office, no dealing with the awkwardness that exists because physicians are not often given great guidance about how to talk about sensitive personal things like boner softness, plus no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet pack. With Blue Chew, penis owners everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. And you know I love a good package. And I have to say, am I allowed to say this? It was very hot when I had a partner who I already had a good trusting open relationship. He'd been working on his anxiety, cutting down on screens, meditating, he quit smoking, he started exercising regular, cutting out processed foods, all of that stuff. He was just of a certain age and I'll just say the night that he told me he was making his package arrive, it was a very super hot extra layer of turn on for me personally. So if it's for you, this is a super convenient resource. Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try BlueChew free when you use our promo code LOVER at checkout. You just pay $5 for shipping. That's BlueChew.com promo code LOVER to receive your first month free. Visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And thank you to BlueChew for sponsoring the podcast. Lovers, I'm going to read you a couple of listener emails and stories. And if you have something that you want to share with our audience, please write to me at sexstoriespodcast at gmail.com. First email, positive kink story from BB. Hey, Wyo, thank you so much for the podcast. I really enjoy episodes when they come out. I really enjoy the positive discussions you have about sex in all forms. It has led me to be compelled to tell you and the audience about my story. Please keep me anonymous. There is no two ways about it. I have a fetish for vacuum cleaners. Ever since an experiment as a young boy, this fetish developed, and it doesn't appear to be going away anytime soon. Fast forward many years, I do get a girlfriend that doesn't need to be plugged into the wall. As you can imagine, I was deadly scared to tell her about my fetish and kept it a secret. no, I never imagined secrets, this at times led me to awkwardly hide my boner any time she vacuumed her apartment. Eventually, once when I was at work, my girlfriend asked if she could borrow my laptop that I rarely use. I duly obliged. However, her absolute shock when she opened the laptop, she found unclosed tabs with links to videos of women doing all sorts of things with vacuum cleaners. (gasps) Like what? Details, please. When I got home from work, there was an inquisition. Oh, inquisition sound mad to me. After which I admitted my fetish to her and effectively came out, so to speak. I was braced for the worst and expected my girlfriend to break up with me. However, between her point of discovery and me coming home, she had gotten over the initial shock and invited me to go and grab the vacuum for play. Fast forward again, and now I have the most magnificent and understanding wife who never has to vacuum the house, a chore she previously hated and in return she just lets me give her boob a quick vacuum or she gives me a vacuum job she has okay i want details on all of those things she has previously observed blowjobs are much easier when the vacuum does the sucking and cleans up all the mess oh like Just the vacuum and no mouth. I'm like point of hygiene information. We have one vacuum for cleaning the house and one for playing with. (gasps) I love that. I want to know if they're the same model or a different model and how many different models have you tried on your cock? I hope at the very least you found this story interesting. Yes, this is the first person. Keep up the good work. (gasps) That makes me so happy. You are the first person who I have encountered who's had a vacuum fetish so i fucking love this thing i'm learning so much my research list is gigantic i've been thinking lately too i'm like how do i research all this porn and, you know it's one thing to be capturing i'm very good at like capturing what is in front of me based on the given goals it's one thing to be like on set either like with still photos or with the camera the moving camera and like capturing what's sexy that's easy for me when i start to think about planning my own porn my own shoots like directing and being in front of the camera and all of it and like what is going to make it juicy and beautiful and gratifying to me especially since I'm so good at capturing stuff and I have some control stuff there when it comes to the creative because if I'm going to like do all the creative output I want the visuals to be at least as good as I would make them if I had a real clone all of that is to say damn now I need to add vacuum fetish to my list and i'm like i've used a penis pump on my pussy which was really really hot this seems like a sharper version like i would like to also know if you have played with like vacuum oriented toys if that's interesting to you at all and like is it vacuum specific when did you first become aware of it like damn so interesting and is it sensation is it sound is it vibration is it all of it is it the smell i feel like vacuum cleaners have a very specific smell And I'm also now just having a vision of like lots of sexy humans like on a it's a carpet on a big (laughs) carpet, like all like synchronized vacuuming, like synchronized swimming. And like like you maybe you're at the middle, like getting the vacuum job from your wife or like, I don't know. Yeah. And tell me more about vacuuming the boobs. I want more details out of this story. I love it. Thank you, BB, for sharing. I fucking love that. Okay, and now we have another email from HW. This one doesn't have a title, but begins. I'm 63. I've spent my career in the nuclear power industry. Let me tell you how I expanded my sexual life. Back in high school, I met my first wife. She didn't want to give me a blowjob. After a while, she once or twice sucked me. Anal was out of the question. This brought to mind that maybe I was asking her to do something gross. So I decided that if I wanted my cock sucked, wondering if it was horrible for the one sucking, I needed to try it. So I found a guy that would let me suck him. I loved feeling his cock grow in my mouth. I loved the sweetness of his pre-cum. I can relate. When he exploded, I enjoyed that. Oh, details, please. Where did he explode? Did he explode in your mouth? Was it on your face? Was it on your body? So I did the same for anal. Oh, (laughs) that too. I enjoyed it. As a receiver, I'm imagining, but I am not gay. Most likely bi or pan. I love being a sub. Oh, cool. I hope we can share. Yes. If you want to apply to be a guest and share a full story on sex stories, anyone can go to sexstoriespodcast.com that redirects you to Wiley.com slash sex stories. And there is an apply to be a guest button. It's the first thing that shows up. That is the only way that I know for sure that you want to actually be a guest on sex stories. And you're not just like writing to me because it is hard to tell from a lot of you. <laughs> but also, I think that's because some of you don't know or, or you want to maybe be like convinced, which I will never do. I find convincing yucky yeah, personally. In all forms. Like, I will be here when you're ready to share. And if you don't want to share publicly, you can always share with me privately. And if you want to share with me privately and have me talk back to you, there are one on one sessions available for that. So thank you, HW. What a hot story. I can't wait to hear more. <laughs> Lastly, we have a question from B. I would like to ask you questions about long term power exchange relationships. I started a DS relationship and I would like some advice if possible. Specifically, I'd like some insight on how to be a good Dom. Your podcast showed me that there are women out there who want passionate and kinky relationships. And it gave me the strength to leave my sexless, touchless, emotionally abusive marriage. Wow. Congratulations. And now I am with a passionate woman who wants to explore her kinky side. Thank you so much. Well, first, I want to start off by saying there's a lot of subjectivity in this realm for advice. And I think that when you are figuring it out for yourself, assuming that safety and risk awareness are your first priorities, I really encourage a lot of research. So if you're looking for resources to get started, I always recommend the new topping book and the new bottoming book by Janet Hardy and Dossie Easton. Those are favorites. I think those provide good, basic frameworks that include emotional stuff and are sort of like, and for the technical skills, here are resources, you know, and I think the best resources depend on your learning style. I am a big fan of all of the above. My personal favorite, the one I get the most excited about that you guys see the most is talking to people one on one directly that's also just an imperfect medium because oftentimes there is a base of knowledge that they are drawing from. And so there are many assumptions that oftentimes I'll be like, but uh, let me ask you six questions so I can like get to the level where you're at. So it's going to depend on your knowledge, your background. If you're starting really fresh, you're going to get a lot out of the new topping book and the new bottoming book. And even if you are a top or a bottom, I recommend reading both. I read both. And that was before I identified as a switch. So I think that If you are not into books, then you need to get into community. Or if you want to hire a professional to work one-on-one with, that is what I do. I help people craft scenes. I help people target what their next learnings are. I also just help couples facilitate each other by asking them questions together and sort of like bouncing the answers back and forth. That said, you have to be at the right place in your relationship for that to happen. I really think that as you're gaining resources and knowledge and listening to experts in these fields... You should be having conversations with your partner about what sounds good, what sounds yummy, what do you actually want to get into? You know, when it comes to DS play, the variety is infinite. You and your partner are going to co-create something totally unique to you. And it's going to be flavors of not just your personality and your personal power exchange style, but at least what I've noticed in my own self is, yes, I tend to be submissive in my personal life, more dominant in all professional environments. And yet with each person, my energy shifts a little bit. With some people, I'm a little more nurturing. With some people, I'm a little bit harsher. With some people, I'm a little bit brattier. With some people, I'm a little bit more formal. With some people, I'm a little bit more childlike and playful. So you and your partner together will have to figure out, I can't tell you what's going to be good for you unless I'm working with you in a one-on-one capacity. And usually with couples, having a few sessions is a better kind of option. The other thing that I do sometimes is I have done a couple of scenes where I'm holding the camera capturing on video and I just direct people as I see stuff unfolding and happening and they can take the direction or not or do whatever they want with it. So far, I've only experienced that in situations where I'm working with like literal actual professionals who are used to working in scenes together or couples who are really solid in communicating with each other. So I don't necessarily recommend that for newer connections, but I do recommend that you have this conversation with your partner. And if you need more help, if you need my help, you know where to find me.
1: Hi, my name is from North Carolina, to be honest. I have never experienced any sexual desires with anybody. I mean, besides going to adult theater one time and going to a swingers club twice. I am a single male, 29 years old, just turned 29 last month. I am a black African-American, but I just love... To experience sexual desires, I'm gonna be honest with you, I am a MILF guy. I love older women. That's always been my mind, but yeah, that's all about me. Thank you.
2: Hi, Wyo. I recently heard your latest podcast regarding your bucket list, and another one a long time ago, you used the term hydrophile. It's also aquaphile, and if on your bucket list, you should put underwater sex or scuba sex. There's plenty of videos that you can see what it's all about, but there's nothing more sensuous than a woman in scuba gear and having an underwater orgasm, whether you're giving one or getting one, the way that the mask frames the face, the way the lips hold the regulator, and the uncertainty of being in a strange place, whether it be eight foot deep in a pool or twenty foot deep in a warm well lit ocean. You should really give it a try, and I hope to hear you talk about it or have a guest about it soon. It's very exciting and even if you, one time, while you're pleasuring yourself, simply hold your breath as you reach orgasm, you'll find that it's more exciting to reach climax than it is to take a breath and try to hold your breath throughout the whole orgasm. Scuba is very sensuous. Take a look at some of the videos. I think you'll be impressed. Let me start off by saying I'm 53 years old and I'm hornier now than I was when I was 33. I'm a high sexually oriented guy. I'm a Leo. But I love oral sex. I love giving oral sex. I mean, I like getting it too, but not as much as I like giving it. There's nothing to me better than a vagina. And I love everything about it. Licking it, smelling it, the taste of it. And so I spend time giving oral sex to my partner and get elaborate with it. But uh, I don't get that anymore because my wife has pretty much lost her sex drive. As mine has gone up, hers has gone down. So I fantasize about licking a vagina and tasting an orgasm.
0: Lovely humans. Thank you for listening. If you appreciate the work that I put into this podcast, I would love it if you took the time to leave us five stars and a nice review wherever you get your podcast, especially Spotify, since last year's troll attack on our ratings is still affecting our ability to be found via search. <laughs> I do love getting to know you and hearing your stories and meeting you lovely humans in real life. And remember, if you want to collaborate, apply to be a guest or leave us a single story voice memo via xstoriespodcast.com or sexstoriespodcast.com. Sex stories are always going to be my favorite, but now I also have question lists for love, friendship, dating, relationships, marriage, divorce, secrets, and so much more so that we can learn about connection through each other's experiences. I fucking love getting your emails and voice memos and receiving thoughtful noodle messages. It truly is hearing from you that fuels this work for me. And if you want to go deeper with me, get to know me, and support this podcast in meaningful, concrete ways, find me on Patreon, OnlyFans, FetLife, Venmo, Cash App, and all social media platforms at YOLE, or work with me privately for photo and video shoots, relationship support, creative breakthrough sessions, and retreats. Yolee.com slash links is where you can find the list of all the ways to play with me, and the link is in the description below. Thank you for joining me to spread ripples of love, to co-create a world where taking care of each other is the norm. Thank you for spoiling and inspiring me with your stories and your support. Please take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and remember to share stories in the name of lovely human connection.